This is KMBA News. I'm Trip Kraus. As the U.S. and Canada uncover Indigenous school history, survivors, their children, and communities marked Orange Shirt Day. The day honors the children who died at residential and boarding schools and those who survived. KTLO's Rasha McChesney joined Juno organizers for a morning rally and has this story. In a quick note, this story contains accounts from descendants of boarding school survivors that may be distressing for some listeners. As the sun rose on Thursday, Kachnaad, Bambi James, and the strong women singers finished a women's prayer song. Then they joined dozens of others waving at traffic along Egan Drive. Their bright orange t-shirts popped out against the deep blue shadows of the early morning. James, who is Hlingit, is surrounded by family. She says she's waving because she has children. It means a lot to us, the fact that we had to keep our kids home and our ancestors did not. Generations have come and there's been trauma throughout the generations. And this is, I feel like this is our way of showing them that we're ending the cycle of violence against our people. September 30th is a national day of remembrance for U.S. Indian boarding schools. The day was born in Canada when a residential school survivor told the story of wearing an orange shirt that her grandmother bought for her and then having it stripped off of her when she arrived at the boarding school. In Juneau, a lot of people are wearing orange shirts with a form line ovoid blue heart, and then in the center is a human face with its mouth open. It's Mike Kanagut Kinville's design. He says the mouth is open to show that they're speaking. And the shirt reads, every child matters. Kinville has 10 children. His youngest is seven years old. And he wears his feelings on the surface when he talks about the remains of 215 children found at the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. You know, those children didn't matter, not to the people who threw them into a grave and, and, and covered them up. So, you know, but those children matter to somebody. You know, maybe they were treated like garbage at some point, but to their families and to their people, they matter. Every child matters. Kinville says acknowledgement from the rest of the community of the facts of the past are important. That's a big part of why so many people in bright orange shirts gathered by the side of the highway to call attention to the buried history and trauma of residential boarding schools. He says his mother told him about her experience when she was taken to Mount Edgecombe Boarding School in Sitka at just 14 years old. In, in the first week, they went through a medical process, and the dentist looked at her teeth and decided to pull all of her teeth. So her, that was her first day in Mount Edgecombe. Her second day, when she woke up, her pillow was covered with blood. She had to wait for a month and a half for dentures to be made and sent into her. That's how she started her high school career, this pretty young lady, a very quiet, shy young woman. Kinville and others in the crowd say it's not just acknowledgement of the facts of our shared history. It's also awareness of how that history is still impacting people today. You know, that's her trauma affects me to this day. You know, my trauma that kind of goes through me has affected my children. You know, I, we try and attenuate it out and, and make it dampen it and make it go away. But it still lives with us. So, you know, it, it can't be in the past. It's in our bones there are a lot of threads that tie Juno to this trauma. One is that Alaska Native families in Juno had their children taken from them and sent to other schools, sometimes out of state. Another is that the same order of nuns who taught at the Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia operated schools in Juno too, the Sisters of St. Anne. There's a street named after them on Douglas Island and a former hospital downtown. 
I, I don't think that people have made that connection. That's Jamie Ann Zichten Hasselquist. She's an organizer of the events and has been working to teach people about the legacy of residential schools, including the Mayflower School. It's now the Juno Montessori School, and it stands at the end of St. Anne's Avenue. It overlooks a beach that Hasselquist says should be part of the community conversations around this history, a conversation about tangible steps the community can take, like calling that beach Anachia en Degagne instead of Sandy Beach. If we say we want to change that name back, that's what gets people a little excited. Um, but it's not changing, it's restoring. It's restoring its original name. For more information, contact the Native American Boarding School Healing Coalition. You can reach them at 612-354-7700. In Juneau, I'm Rasha McChesney. And for KMBA News, I'm Trip Krause. Join KMBA News weekdays at 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon for important stories from around the state and more. Connect to the podcast at knba.org.